broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's time for Chattanooga Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hello and welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Chattanooga Business Radio. I'm your host today, Ryan Redhawk McPherson, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be broadcasting from the beautiful Hamilton County Business Development Center here on the North Shore of downtown Chattanooga. We have a very interesting and thought-provoking guest lineup in studio today for this episode. But before we get to that, as a reminder, make sure you are connected with us on social media, Twitter, at Business Radio X. And today we're using the hashtag Chattanooga Business Radio. You can also follow me personally on Twitter, at Ryan Redhawk, and all tweets and comments are welcome there. And make sure to go like our Facebook page, Business Radio X, and interact there as well. Leave your thoughts and comments, and you will be able to see photos of all of our in-studio guests here today on Chattanooga Business Radio. And now, it's my distinct pleasure to welcome to the Chattanooga Business Radio Show two incredible women uh, representing Chattanooga. First, let's say hello to LaQuisha Ewing, co-owner of BizBoom Apps, LLC, and more. So how are you doing, LaQuisha? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful to join this weather. Yes, it is a warm day here in Chattanooga, a warm Monday. And so uh, right off the bat, let's just briefly describe for our listeners, what is BizBoom Apps, please? BizBoom Apps is a one-stop shop for digital marketing. We build mobile applications, websites, um, all type of SEO, SSM um, solutions for companies, primarily small businesses, governmental agencies, nonprofits, and faith-based organizations. Very interesting. Uh, serving a wide market right there for sure. Yes. And there's so much more behind that yes. and in depth to uh, LaQuisha Ewing herself and uh, and how you're changing the world. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. So please stick with us as we also introduce our other in-studio guests here today, Penny Huey. She is Regional Relationship Manager with AIM or AIM. How are you doing, Penny? I'm doing great. Thanks. All right. And uh, so tell us about AIM and uh, the AIM Center, please. Uh, actually, we are not the AIM You're Center. You're not the AIM Center. We're not the AIM Center. Okay. Let's clarify that right off the top. Yep. We are not the same organization as the AIM Center. They share a similar name, but are two completely different and separate organizations with separate missions. So what's your mission? That is correct. The AIM Center is a great nonprofit here in Chattanooga, been around a really long time, and they have a very well-known name brand here. And they service those with mental needs, getting them um, more independent and out on their own, which is a great work that they do here in Chattanooga. But we are actually AIM, and we manage the CareerLink.com website. And our mission is preparing tomorrow's workforce today. And that starts with a lot of work with students, uh, getting them educated, interested in IT career options, uh, anything we can do to kind of get them ready for the workforce. And then we have our careerlink.com website where anybody can go out there to look for jobs that are available here in the local Chattanooga community. And then we offer a lot of ongoing training and development for students as well as adults, too, to make sure that they're being the best employee they can be. Uh, very interesting. And you are a nonprofit community organization. Um, and so do you rely on donations or funding from other organizations? Uh, how do you um, get enough money to help the folks? All of the above. Uh, donations are certainly always welcome. We do offer various sponsorships and opportunities for people to help us provide the funding to put on the programs that we need. Uh, corporations, when they are going to be advertising that they have open positions for hire, they're going to pay to do that somewhere. They can pay to do that with us, and that helps support our mission and programs. And then we also write for a lot of grants. So there are several different programs that we administer and offer that are grant-funded. And, and uh, very good uh, uh mission, you are serving uh, the children there, helping them develop IT uh, at early age. How early? 
Um, we generally start around seven to eight. So uh, as an example, we partner with Tech Town, which is a local organization. Yeah, they've here been on the program before. Yeah, they're awesome. And they work with kids seven to 17. So you get much younger than seven. They're not, they really have no idea what they want to do. So yeah. we do try to concentrate with the ones getting them ready. Most of our programs are targeted middle, high school, college level students. But again, working with organizations like Tech Town, we do dip on down to that seven-year-old. Yeah, and what kind of, um, you know, what can you do for a seven-year-old to develop that talent? Or, you know, what kind of programs do you have in place to, to help them? Well, as an example, even my own daughter, she's nine, and she's gone through several of the camps over at Tech Town and getting excited about coding. She's already learned about HTML and web design and building robots. And so she's already thinking about career explorations, even at nine years old, you mm -hmm. know, that maybe she might like to be a mechanical engineer because she really enjoys building and putting those robots together. Or maybe she wants to get into IT so that she can do web design and development. And I just think it's important to go ahead and expose them to that stuff at an early age and, and spark that little bit of interest. And how you do that is through camps and workshops and different events like that. Absolutely. You know, the kids are playing Minecraft and they think they're playing a video game, but then you unlock that little bit of potential inside of them. You never know what it might turn into. Right. And so how do the kids find out that these camps and programs and workshops are available? Are you actively out there marketing to the schools? And how do you get the word? out. Absolutely. I work with a lot of different schools through at the Hamilton County Department of Education, as well as down into North Georgia, and then also through the local colleges and universities, and then with partnerships like the Chamber of Commerce with Tech Town, um, with Public Education Foundation, Chattanooga Technology mm -hmm. Council, you know, all those different organizations. Let's talk about your partnership with the Chattanooga Chamber for a moment. Uh, when did it begin, and can someone receive a special discount on some of these services uh, if they come through the Chamber? Absolutely. Anybody that comes to our organization through the Chamber of Commerce and says that they heard about us through the Chamber's website or through a Chamber function um, will get a free 30-day job posting. So if they're looking to grow their business, um, they can post an open position with us free for 30 days. Um, after that, there are some ongoing discounts for anybody who's a Chamber member that partners with us on a more longer-term basis. Well, that's great. And I also see as part of your partnership with the Chamber, you're presenting sponsor of the Annual Spirit of Innovation Awards this year, um, in Chattanooga. So that's already happened or, or getting going to happen? Yeah, it just took place on November 18th, and it was a wonderful program. We had a little over 800 people in attendance. Um, well, we a little over 800. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> we brought in a speaker um, who came in and talked about uh, innovation and um, just everything that's going on with the economy. He highlighted a lot of great local Chattanooga businesses. And the cool thing that we did this year with AIM is we brought a student element to that. We feel like if you're going to discuss innovation and being innovative, you've got to involve the kids. Yes. And so we invited several of the local schools to come, and they took kids out of school and brought them to the luncheon for the day. Um, and for the first time ever, we awarded a Future Innovator Award mm -hmm. in partnership with TechTown. Uh, the young man who won is about 13 years old, and he actually won his own 3D printer to take home. Oh, man. Wow. That, was, that was donated by uh, Novacopy, another local Chattanooga company. And, and so what did this young man or young woman do to, to, to win the award? What did they present? Well, he had present, uh, participated in the Tech Town camps this summer and just really shown they picked kind of an outstanding camper award okay. um, for anybody that participated in their programs. And Xavier is the young man's name who won it, and he was just over the moon, as you might imagine, number one to be selected, but that he didn't know he was getting that printer till he was on stage and wow. told that. And to see his eyes light up yeah. and his facial expressions was really something So he else. was just a, an actively engaged youngster who kind of rose to the top amongst the, all the other kids there in the programs and uh, deserved the highlight uh, of the award. That is exactly right. Now, this next year, we're already talking and working on how we're going to make that better. We are going to implement more of maybe an application process mm -hmm. so that we can get more kids from all different schools and backgrounds involved 
and open it up to a wider community. So be on the lookout for that. That's oh, something that's certainly. in the work right now. All right. And for those who may have just joined us, we're talking with Penny Huey, Regional Relationship Manager um, and uh, over there at AIM. Uh, they are not affiliated with the AIM Center, but they do help youngsters and help them with the, uh, uh, the website. You can go for aimforbrilliance.org to find out more information about the organization. And you can even connect with Penny on LinkedIn at Penny Huey. I spell H-U-G-H-E-Y. That's correct. If you have more questions or concerns, uh, how to get involved uh, with the organization itself. And so, as you mentioned in the beginning of the interview, you receive a lot of money through grants. That must take a lot of work itself, understanding that whole process. Uh, Do you have someone on staff who's an expert at writing and we How do. do you present we, that? We have an entire team of grant writers out of our home office in Omaha, Nebraska, and that all they do is write for grants. That is their number one job, and there's a team of folks, and they go after you know a lot of money in grants. I mean, yeah. we've been doing this for more than 30 years, working with organizations like the National Science Foundation, the uh, U.S. Department of Education, um, Google, you know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, several different big organizations in pursuing those grant funds to be able to help implement a lot of the youth programming that we mm-hmm. do. So this organization is not just local here in Chattanooga. It's, it's all over, right? That is correct. And how long have you been with the organization? I've been with AIM about two and a half years, and that's how long we've had a true local presence here in Chattanooga. We started the CareerLink website here about 15 years ago. It was formerly known as ChattanoogaHasJobs.com, mm-hmm. but they didn't actually have a person here until they brought me on board about two and a half years ago, and that's when we started implementing the local youth programs. Very nice. So Chattanoogans, you can thank Penny for making the Chattanooga area so successful. Uh, what was your previous life like? What, what kind of background do you have? Believe it or not, I was actually a banker for about 25 years. So you're, so. you're a banker, 25 years, and then how did you find yourself in this space? I decided it was time for me to take all the knowledge and experience that I had accumulated being 25 years in corporate culture and start passing that on to the next generation. I've always had a passion about helping kids. I've always been a volunteer for things like Junior Achievement, um, groups like that, communities in schools, those sorts of things. And uh, when the opportunity came along at AIM, I just jumped on it. I felt like it was time to to change direction a little bit and, and no looking back. I absolutely love what I do. It's definitely one of the most rewarding jobs I've ever had. Yeah, the AIM Leadership Academy is also out there, part with lo- local businesses. Um, but you also service the Chattanooga area. You said part of North Georgia. Is that right? How big is the area that you're trying to outreach to? Right now, we go down to Dalton. We have several other bigger corporations in Dalton that use our site to advertise their positions. And then uh, up until just a couple of months ago, I actually lived in Ringgold, Georgia, which mm-hmm. is in Catoosa County. So been very active and involved in the Catoosa County school system as well as Hamilton County. And I see you just recently received approval through the Chattanooga City Council to work on a very large grant project with the Youth youth and Family Development Centers to target first-generation college goers. I bet that's got to be rewarding and kind of shooting for the, for the big stars there, though. That is. We received, uh, got approval for the um, resolution through the Chattanooga City Council on the Tuesday night before Thanksgiving. So this is very recent. Very fresh. Hot yes. off the presses, ladies and that gentlemen. Um, we haven't even got, won the grant yet, so I don't intend to get the cart before the horse. But we are applying for the grant money. In okay. the event that we win it, it'll bring in about $2.5 million over the next five years to the Chattanooga community to help those youth that come from low-income homes that would be first-generation college goers in their family to not only work with those students, but also the parent education mm-hmm. um, to help prepare those kids and make sure they graduate twice. And what kind of work would you do with these youth to, to help them stay on track? It'd be everything from study halls to tutoring to summer academies to they would actually receive a small cash stipend to help make sure that they had enough money for clothes and books and backpacks and 
computers and laptops and everything that they need in order to be successful. And then they'll get that hands-on approach for applying for colleges, for getting the financial aid that they need, of course, taking advantage of the Tennessee promise that we have here, um, and just really kind of give them that hand-holding all the way through. We pick them up in middle school and take them all the way through college graduation and even track them after that to find out what kind of jobs they get and what their income level is and all that data is tracked. So. That's fantastic. I know one of the keys to success with uh, helping youth develop um, is to keep them engaged and keep them active. Do not let them be bored. Because exactly as soon right. as they're bored, their mind wanders and then they get in trouble. So just keep them busy. That's it's exactly a great right. way to keep them on the path to success. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like you're connecting with the youngsters at a very young age, uh, kind of keeping on track with them as they develop uh into a young person, and then, you know, putting them on the right path uh, after high school. Is there any connections with the with the college-age students that you guys are offering? Yeah, absolutely. I go in with all the local colleges and universities and meet with their upcoming graduates and teach them everything from how to shake hands to how to be prepared for that first interview and what kind of questions they might get asked, how to get their resume in order, um, talk about professional dress, um, just the basic stuff, you know, pull your pants up, turn your phone off, things mm-hmm. that a lot of kids, unfortunately, aren't being taught anywhere else and, and making sure that they're ready, you know, so that they're prepared. I think that's a, a big factor. And then we are also working with the Thrive 2055 program on an internship uh, initiative for everyone here in the Chattanooga area. Again, trying to retain our own talent to get those college students plugged into in- internships in local companies so that they'll get engaged and then want to stay here. They may go away somewhere else for college, but we want to bring them back to Chattanooga. So you're the workforce readiness coach with uh, for several different area schools and group organizations working with students to make sure they're prepared for the workforce in the soft skills development. That's exactly right. right. And again, there's they're not really being taught that. Not mm-hmm. as, as I was growing up, our teachers used to call it home training. Yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> Your mom and dad were supposed to do that. That's it. But right. unfor- sit up straight, talk, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's just not taught in the home place as much. There aren't as many conversations happening around the dinner table as there were back in the 60s and 70s. It's just the nature of the life that we live these days. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so we come in and kind of fill that gap. Obviously, the teachers in the schools have more than enough on their plate to be taking time to teach them those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So we come in and do workshops and work with a lot of the different groups. And, again, those graduating seniors, even manners, you know, table etiquette and stuff. I answer a lot of questions about that just yeah. to make sure that the kids are ready. And once the kids learn that, then they are certainly ready for the workforce. And then um, and their family members and friends are proud of them at learning some new skills um, and you also serve as a career coach for anyone who is in transition with their employment. That's correct. And it, uh, they can submit a resume to you to, to go uh, see if they're, that you're, you're the right fit for them. That is correct. Anybody, it doesn't just have to be a student. I do like to clarify. If you're 55 years old and you just got laid off from a job that you've had for 20 years and you haven't written a resume in 20 years, you can reach out to us at AIM and we'll help you through that process. We'll help you get the resume all spiffed up and in working order. We'll offer some guidance and coaching along the way to kind of direct you to the right areas where you might go to seek uh, jobs in whatever particular field of interest you have. And we have some resources on our website. If somebody doesn't know what they want to do, they can go out there and take some uh, assessments, if you will, and kind of answer some questions and it'll kind of steer them in the right direction that if you like being outside or you like working in an office or you don't want to do this or you do like to do that, then it'll kind of identify some different career choices for you. Well, you may be well served with a career in radio. As an example. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So it sounds like you got it going on big time over there. You're doing some great things from anybody from seven years old to 70 years old right. out there in the workforce, providing some, uh, some great training and support 
and putting them on a path to success. And I think that speaks to the culture and the community here in Chattanooga. Um, and, you know, I'm just amazed at the people I meet and the stories I hear each time I come. What are your thoughts about Chattanooga, the business community, and uh, where it may be headed in the future? Well, I, I love being in Chattanooga, first of all. I've grown up in this area. I'm from Dalton, just right down the road. I made a conscious choice to move to Chattanooga in the early 2000s and have been here ever since. And this community really comes together like no other. You might have heard talk about the Chattanooga way, and mm -hmm. I just think that that holds true. And one of the aspects I love most about my job is we do work in partnership with several other community organizations. People here like to work together for the better of the community. They don't compete against each other. They try to combine resources so that they can reach more people, do more good. And I think that's so important. I think that's really a big part of what makes this community unique and what makes us, as Mayor Burke likes to say, the best mid-sized city in America. And I believe that. I really do. Well, it's because of people like yourself, Penny, who are helping hold the people together and, and keeping that mission ever forward. And so we certainly uh, thank you for joining us here today on Chattanooga Business Radio. If listeners want to find out more about you or your services, how would they do so? Well, they can find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook as Penny Posey Huey. Uh, you can reach out to AIM Chattanooga on Facebook or uh, CareerLink.com. And you can also follow them on Twitter at AIM Career Link. And again, uh, Penny's on LinkedIn, so you can find her there, Penny Huey. Connect with her, reach out. She'd be happy to help you and um, your organization. And uh, if you have a youngster out there who's having some trouble and need to be on the right path, she can help send as well. Yep, send right. them my way. Yep, send them my way. Be happy to work with them. If we can help you here at Business Radio X and Chattanooga Business Radio further your mission, please let us know. We'd love to do so awesome. as we're here to help amplify the voice of business and good people everywhere like yourself. Thank you so much, Penny. Great. Thank you. All right. Uh, remind our listeners to uh, check out the Chattanooga International Business Council. You can learn and connect there. Um, you can go to the Chattanooga Chamber website or you can go directly to their Twitter handle at Chattanooga IBC. They facilitate workshops and seminars to help you learn how to navigate your business toward the success of the global environment. From international business etiquette to exporting and importing, they'll help you with everything. Again, at Chattanooga IBC. All right, it's now time to introduce the headliner of this episode, LaQuisha Ewing. She is co-owner of BizBoom Apps LLC, as well as many other things. And we'll get into all that and more. So let's welcome LaQuisha Ewing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So BizBoom Apps, we talked about that right off the top there. That's your latest endeavor. But let's start from the beginning. Uh, where are you from? And then uh, how did you get here? Uh, so I'm actually from Memphis, Tennessee. I've been in Chattanooga since about 2004. Uh, started out in education. Okay. Um, that's how I got here. Um, I love kids. I come from a family of preachers and teachers. <laughs> all right. Uh, so it's kind of all uh, rightfully fitting that I would um, go into to education, even though I ran. I actually ran from both and landed in both. Okay. It's kind of funny, right? Because <laughs> uh, I do youth ministry as well. But um, basically, Chattanooga has been so good to me. It's a, I tell people that I grew up here. Mm -hmm. I did not live here as a child, but as a professional, as an adult, I grew up here. Okay. Uh, my professional career launched in Chattanooga. I uh, started out working at Hardy Elementary uh, shortly after, was able to kind of come up with a concept. I, I'm a systems person, um, which we'll kind of get into okay. later. I'm a systems okay. person. I understand how systems work. And so that's how I ended up um, two years later, youngest district level administrator at Hamilton County at 24, wow. uh, coordinating the entire department. So you've been on a path to success since a very young age. Yes. <laughs> You're from a family of preachers and teachers and uh, here in Chattanooga. I know they're glad to have you. But when someone walks up to you and say, hey, LaQuisha, what do you do? What do you, t you typically tell them? I empower people. 
that's that's good enough for me. That's that's. <laughs> I mean, literally, I empower people to dream, to mm-hmm. get out, get out of their way, to make decisions. Okay, destiny decisions. Yeah, and and then let's yeah. talk about how you do that. So, in many sure. different ways, like you said, from youth ministry to um, to your to your latest development, this BizBoom apps, right? right? Right. So, so BizBoom apps was actually it's a family venture. Um, my cousin, who was a self made millionaire at twenty two, wow, uh, he's a year younger than I am. Uh, basically. We had a conversation, and he he and his wife had a conversation prior. And BizBoom Maps was born on the back of a napkin, hmm. right? So you're sitting around having family dinner, and you know what's the next big thing? We, we're both big fans of Fast Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love reading Fast Company, and so we were just like, "What's the next big thing? Right. Um, how do we get ahead of the next big thing?" And so that's literally where the app development came. We were like, "You know what? Twenty years ago, I'm 36 years old. Twenty years ago, people, you know, if you didn't have a website." then people didn't consider you a legitimate business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody said, oh, I have a business. Well, what's your website? Oh, I don't have one. And then you kind of give them a side eye, like, do you really have a yeah. business? You know? <laughs> and so that was 20 years ago. Six, six and a half years ago, the word app wasn't even in our vocabulary yeah. in the way that we use it now. So that's how new this thing is. Um, but it's taken over. And so everyone who doesn't have an app will have an app. Yeah. And we wanted to position ourselves to be in that gateway. So it sounds like you're just an entrepreneur at heart. I am. So you're just always creating and developing and yes. uh, figuring out how to do that. Any advice you would give for, to a young entrepreneur about chasing those dreams? Or so what were some of those early challenges that you oh. were able to overcome? And uh, again, advice you may have for them. Uh, so the first, the first thing um, that I would say is just do it. I, you know, I hate to, to steal from Nike. Yeah. Um, but just do it. And understand that, you know, failing is only stopping. That's what failure is to me, when you stop. Not when you mess up. Not when you don't, you know, you don't make a lot of money or no one knows your name. That's not failing. That means you figured out a way how not to do something. Right. <laughs> and so that's, in that sense, that's a success, right? And so um, I think the, the hardest thing for me has been, um, been transferring from a traditional job mindset. Yeah to an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, it's a totally different way of thinking. It's actually more liberating, though. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it, you know, I've been able to birth more things. Um, I'm, I'm a big risk taker now where I was very conservative in how I made decisions. So what I like to, when I talk to young people, one of the things I like to tell them is, you know, write it out, you know, have a plan, but understand that tomorrow that plan may totally change mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. You know, so I would teach, you know, I wish I knew to accept the it's okay, um, you know, early on in my career. So. Well, we interview entrepreneurs here all the time on the Business Radio X Network, and uh, and we hear all kinds of advice. And, and you know, what you just said certainly resonates with a lot that I've heard in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people do focus on getting that perfect product out to the market uh, right away, but it's going to change. Right. And, the, and it's going to change what the customer wants. Right. If you're uh, customer-focused and customer-driven and the experience, whatever you're trying to bring, product or service, um, it must revolve around the customer. That's so, right. uh, so that's good. So those who may have just joined us, we're talking with LaQuisha Ewing, co-owner of BizBoom Apps, LLC. You can go to their website, bizboomapps.com, to find out more information there. Um, so let's get into the, uh, to the really nitty-gritty about BizBoom Apps and what sure. problem are you solving uh, for folks? Right now, the biggest problem that we're solving for people is the, the ability to keep your uh, clients, your customers, in a virtual version of your business. That's what I tell people. Apps give you an address mm-hmm. on your customer's phone. Okay. Um, I basically can interact with any of my customers whenever I want to as a business owner because they've made a conscious decision to invite me to their phone. 
unlike a website, which requires the customer, the end user to go and look for you. What happens is a lot of people lose business literally by this one minute detail. If I'm looking for Business Radio X and there's a Business Radio Y and I'm wondering where your station is, I very well may find Business Radio Y and you just lost me. Mm -hmm. Because if I go to Google, you can't filter who I'm going to come across. Even if I look for you on Facebook, you can't filter. And so an app allows you to sync. We sync all of their social media accounts. We put all of their promotions, Mm. everything about that particular business into that application. And it allows that person to stay engaged. I don't have to search for you. We do turn-by-turn GPS. I don't ever have I don't ever have to leave that home of that app to if find I'm out, looking for, for you. To go, so, it, it, so with BizBoom apps and if yes. Business Radio X was on that, yes. then people would be connected on all of our social media yes. platform. They would know where all of our studios are. Yes. They would be able to access our website. They could fill out a form. Yeah, the guest request for form. Everything. All right there on the app That's itself. That's correct. Um, and so uh, does people have to pay for this app? Yeah. So the, the app is actually, the, the cost is to the business. It's not okay. to the user. It's a free app. For the user. Uh, for the user. Nice. And so literally all the businesses are paying for is development and, and hosting as with anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's very small when you think about the return. And we have, you know, Google Analytics and things like that built in the back. We can track it. We've seen, you know, exponential growth. Um, as people are, you know, giving Nielsen ratings for how well a radio station is doing. Yes. Well, they can't plug your spot. They can no. just tell you how, how well the radio is doing. We're going to do a promotion on three stations and we're going to track your app growth in the back of your, your app platform. And you can see real time how many people are downloading that app mm-hmm. based on that promotion traction. It's, it's given a different spin to how people are looking at reaching their customer base. How are you actively out there marketing this app to business owners? Or what do you tell them why they need it? And, and, and how do they find out that you're even available? So, so the first thing is we actually started our home office is in Memphis. Like I said, that's my hometown at the time. And I'm going to be extremely transparent on your show. Okay. So at the time that I launched this business, I was actually still working for Hamilton County in the central office. Um, and so I knew it was going to be very hard for me to parallel two things in this city. Um, so I literally traveled two of four weeks out of every month for about a year to Memphis, every single to build this help, help, help us, you know, build this business. Um, And so it was a lot of conversation, a lot of back and forth. The way businesses found out was from word of mouth, really. That's the way it started out. We've done famous um, personalities such as Judge Joe Brown. Yes. We've done the Barquets. But our biggest promotion, this is our biggest promotion, was with the Shelby County Health Department. We built an infant mortality app. And this is where my passion for this business really came together. Okay, Um, Because it wasn't just about getting more business or a company making more money. It was actually helping somebody. And so this, this infant mortality app is called B4, the number four baby life. It was featured on good morning America. It was, you know, and, and what it does is it gave turn by turn directions to all of the clinics in a specific County, uh, which was Shelby County. It gave, you know, all types of advice about where you pick up, you know, your, your vouchers. If you're, Mm -hmm. if you're a WIC parent or Mm -hmm. where do you, you know, if you're a father looking for a job, it had a current uh, job link. That would be something that like integrating what AIM does into an individual health department's app. So I'm looking for, and all of that was embedded in this one app. How do I stay healthy as a mom postpartum, you know, 
uh, pre the, the, the preterm pregnancy situation, all of that was in this one app. Um, but the best part was where moms could take pictures of themselves before and after. Mm-hmm. And it became an avenue for promotion yeah. for that health department because they no longer have to go out and seek models or faces. They had real live return um, for people who were using their services. It was another sharing platform. It was a very awesome sharing Yeah, place, place to share, like-minded individuals connecting all with the same kind of uh, life situation that they're looking to kind of share ideas and best practices and then the health department, who would have known that they would have been the ones to kind of spearhead it yes. and then tr- see the true value of this. And then right. now you're taking it to er- any other business can right. adopt this, whether you're a health department or you're a, a new startup or perhaps a, a Fortune 500 company. That's correct. You're, this app can uh, take your business to the next level. Right. So make sure you connect with uh, LaQuisha Ewing to find out more information about that. And it sounds like being an entrepreneur is just kind of taking you on this whole new path in life. It is. And, and you seem to have embraced it. And I don't know if our listeners can tell, but uh, she's been <laughs> smiling since the moment she walked in here. And uh, your, your passion really resonates with me. Um, and I'm sure our listeners are, are feeling it, too, on, on the radio waves out there. So um, um, how can people help uh, you uh, further this cause or get the word out? I think, you know, here in Chattanooga, um, there's so many avenues for success. Like Penny said, you know, this is, you know, a very innovative city. And when I came here, I was very quickly acclimated to the Chattanooga way. And it was one of the things that made me fall in love with the city. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest way that that this city could help my company, but not just my my company, anyone, is to make sure that we're we're spreading this innovation, that we're not keeping it in in a specific area, a specific, you know, I know we call it an innovation district, yeah. but we need an innovation City. county. Yeah. No, we need yeah. an innovation okay. county. Because I'm, you know, working in the school system, there's some people, I got some people out in Saudi Daisy that I'm very, very fond of. And I think that they should be pulled in. And, you know, we just need to be intentional about making sure that we're getting, you know, getting to everyone in our, in our area. Yeah. And you are connected to the businesses, to the organizations, to the church groups. I mean, you, I think you know just about everybody in this town by now. <laughs> that was, I think that was my, my, my blessing, right? So that was my job at yeah. the school system. I was a community, uh, community partnerships uh, director. And so yeah. that's what I did. And so it's, it's made way for me now because I know a lot of people. And looking forward to 2016, oh, yeah. what are some things on your calendar or your big picture that you're most excited about? So the biggest thing that, that I'm doing uh, for 2016 is a uh, actually another entrepreneurial spinoff, but not from a monetary standpoint. Uh, it's called the Black Wall Street Tour. And basically what has happened is I've been trying to blend my two worlds, right? So I have this education background and this entrepreneurial yep. future. And the first thing that I noticed was I, I love kids. Okay. I do. You know, sometimes, you know, they're little ankle biters, but <laughs> yeah. I love kids. And I really believe that what, what Penny and, and people like Penny in the city are doing is phenomenal, but it needs to, you know, it needs to go nationwide. So we have about 200 entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurs, mainly under the age of 40 across the country. Okay. And we're called the Black Wall Street Tour. Our nonprofit is called the Sleepless Society Foundation. And we go into high schools and middle schools across the country and basically teach kids everything from life skills to entrepreneurship and free enterprise strategies mm-hmm. from people that, you know, aren't old enough to be your mom. Um, sometimes that's hard, right? When you're when you're when you're talking to young people, they're looking for other young people right. to make whatever you're saying cool. I don't know that I'm very cool. <laughs> uh, my brothers probably don't think I'm cool, but you know, but other kids think I'm great, right? And so that's what I do. And so I'm I'm li- I'm li- literally going across the country, um, and I tell people if 40 developmental assets by Search Institute married Chattanooga's co-starters, 
Black Wall Street tour is the is the birth child. Nice. And so and when you go into the school, what do you speak about? Do you have a speech that you give each and every time, or is it more yeah. just question and answers? How, what does the uh, the tour look like? We actually, so we we actually just published our first book from the Sleepless Society Foundation um, book publishing company. It's called Dreams Are Built Overnight by Mr. David Shands. He will be here in Chattanooga tomorrow at the Edney Innovation Center um, doing a book signing and vision board class. And mm. what we talk to kids about, we have several canned messages. And when I say canned, not the presentation, but the message. Yes. And so we talk to kids about things based on where they are. So we get a profile of who we're going to be talking to. Mm-hmm. And we very well may talk to kids about, you know, sleep is the new broke. <laughs> All right. Sleep is the new broke. You know, you're, yeah. you're sleeping like you're rich. I'm working like I'm broke. You know, and, and so what you do and sleep ne- doesn't necessarily have to do with, um, with you resting because definitely rest is good. But sleep has to do with putting yourself in idle situations. Penny spoke about, you know, not having a television in our home and, and, and my house is the same way because you're sleeping six hours a day if you're watching television and on Xbox. Eight. So Pretty how much. do you get to that dream state? How do you get to fulfilling your purpose in life if you're always on an idle subject doing something? Yeah. Um, so we don't have time for that. You know, we have to make the best decisions because our decisions determine our destiny. So that's one of the messages you're that's taking to the, the youngsters messages. out there. That's one of the messages. And uh, yeah, kind of identify those goals in life, work right. every day to achieve them. Right. Don't be distracted by the mainstream and you know what, what the guy next door is doing. Stay grounded and focused on what you want to be in life and right. what you know what and define what that is. Yeah. You know, Audrey Lord said something, it's one of my favorite quotes. She said, if you don't define yourself for yourself, you'll be forced into other people's fantasies yeah. of you and eaten alive. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. People will yeah, we'll <laughs> end up defining you. So you define yourself first and then uh, the rest will follow. So it sounds like, you know, certainly entrepreneurship's in your blood. Yeah. Um, education is in your blood. I mean, this is who you are, not yes. what you do. Right. And you're, you're bringing kind of a unique kind of marrying of the two mm-hmm. um, to help youngsters out there. So um, if there's anything we can do here at Business Radio X to help further your mission or get awesome. the word out, help you amplify uh, please let us know. We would love to do so. Awesome. Um, and, uh, and and I was going to ask you about Chattanooga and your thoughts on that, but I think you've explained it kind of just naturally, you know, for the last 15 minutes or so. I just so, have so. a plea. I just have a plea. Yeah. I've been here 12 years. Please consider me a Chattanoogan. <laughs> there's, some, there's some areas I'm still a transplant. I'm like, I've been here 12 years. I'm a homeowner. Yeah. I'm a Chattanooga. Can I be a Chattanooga? Yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Uh, I'm born and raised in Atlanta, and I tell people, if you've lived here for 10 years or more, you're an Atlantan. <laughs> right, you know, so I think that ten-year mark yeah, pr- pretty much yeah, qualifies you as a Chattanooga, particularly of what you're doing for the community. Um, you know, like yeah. you said, the youth ministry as yeah. out there. Can we talk a little bit about that sure. before we get out? Just sure. how, you know, where can people find you or connect with you in, in that arena? So I, I attend Holy Temple Church of God in Christ on the uh, Pastor James M. Scott. And uh, basically, I love kids. You know, I don't think that's where I serve um, in a ministerial capacity, but I work with many ministries across the city. Um, and I just think literally that that God is at the center. I'm a you know I'm a believer in in the faith. I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't uh, water that down. Um, and I think that that's the missing element. You know, I tell people a lot of times we're seeing kids have temper tantrums with guns in our city. Mm-hmm. That's what they're they're you know they're in a state of arrested development, and they're big kids. <laughs> with guns Mm -hmm. that are feeling like they haven't been heard. They felt marginalized. They felt that someone has wronged them. Um, But at the heart of where they are, they're missing that love that comes from the father. Mm -hmm. And as we start to teach people who they are and where they can be, then you don't really focus on the lack as much. Um, You start to realize that there is a liberty, there is a freedom um, and understanding that God has placed you here for a purpose and you need to figure that out. 
No doubt about it. And uh, I think that's part of the bigger picture as a country, as a whole. We need to incorporate incorporate more of that uh, support and uh, like-mindedness between everyone out there. So if, uh, if you have questions uh, for LaQuisha, you can email her directly at, uh, it looks like, J l j ewing at gmail.com okay all right <laughs> or go to bizboomapps.com or you can find her um at the new holy temple church uh, cathedral church of god in chattanooga mm-hmm. on the weekends i'm sure mm-hmm. you connect with her there so um any other way people can find you or connect with you um how would they do so so we uh bizboomapps.com is our website we also have bizboom apps facebook bizboom apps instagram bizboom apps twitter mm-hmm. um and my bizboom apps email address is l a k w e s h i a um at bizboomapps.com i can also be reached at 423 423- Four five four nine three nine one, And all this information can be found at uh, chattanooga.businessradiox.com when we post the show in about 48 hours from now. So make sure you visit there and share from there, download from there, and tell all your friends about it as well. So thank you so much, LaQuisha, for taking time today. Again, if we can help you further your mission or get the word out more, please let us know. We'd love to do so. Thank you. All right. So if you are out there and your company is doing something interesting, and you generally are serving your market and your community, reach out to us on the contact page at businessradiox.com and pitch us your story. We'd love to feature you on one of our mini programs. Thank you to Stone Payton and Lee Cantor. And on behalf of the entire Business Radio X network, I'm Ryan Redhawk McPherson. We will see you on the radio.